Good morning, everybody. So in today's Torah portion, we have a very, very famous verse. At the conclusion, the, yesterday we had the Mikra Bikurim, which is really very interesting. Yesterday's reading that when you brought your first fruits, there was a whole declaration you had to make. Today, we have a second declaration in what was called the Shnas Bi'ur. The seven-year Shemitah cycle the seven-year Shemitah cycle is broken up into three sections. Three, three, and one. And, um, and the third and sixth year, or the way Rashi describes it, is technically the fourth year. At the conclusion of the third year, was called the Shnas Bi'ur, meaning that whatever gifts you, you owed to the Beis HaMikdash that had accumulated over the previous two years had to be brought to the Beis HaMikdash now. Most classic was Maaser Shani, your second tithe, which you were allowed to eat, you were supposed to eat, but you needed to eat it in Jerusalem, you were allowed to redeem that for money, set that money aside, and in the Shnaz Biyur, you had to go up to the base of Mikdash and use that money for Karbanos or whatever it was you wanted to use it for to be able to eat it in Jerusalem. Okay. At the conclusion of the Shnaz Biyur, so there's all these people you got you to gotta catch up with. And the Torah says that you would walk up to the Beis HaMikdash and you'd make this declaration. I checked with my accountant and everything is okay. I paid the taxes to the federal, to the state, to the city. I gave everybody I'm supposed to give. Right? I gave everybody I'm supposed to give it to. In fact, I'll digress for a moment for a personal story. My, my father-in-law's grandfather, Mendel Kunyan, was one of the people who came to America in the, in the early part of the 20th century. He was a wealthy man. He was very successful here in the United States, stock market, etc. And he was a big baltzadaka. He was from the founders of Chabad in America. The leading founders, he was one of the main chassidim because he had been here in advance. He was like the advanced team before the previous Rebbe came in 1940. So he was very established, etc., etc. So Rebbe Mendel was a big donor. Now, there were certain, throughout the generations, there were certain monies that the Hasidim would give that was specifically for the purpose of the Rebbe's personal household. For the Rebbe to take care of his own personal needs. It's called Maimid. And, and, and the, the leaders of Chabad, the leaders of other Hasidic groups, considered this very, very sacred money. This was the Hasidim giving, it was their way of really being attached to their Rebbe by giving this money. And all the generations, it worked that way. The Rebbe never took this money. The Rebbe was different than all of his predecessors. The Rebbe, took, the Rebbe had personal money from things that he had done. And the Rebbe never took that, person, that money that was given to him for personal money he divided it amongst various charities that he would give it out to. And that money would come in, that was, that was given to him. He, the Rebbe always gave it away to other charities. Reb Mendel was once in a private audience with the Rebbe, and he had been giving the Rebbe checks. And the checks came back endorsed by various organizations. The Rebbe had given the money away, the checks that he had given the Rebbe as donations the Rebbe, uh, for the Rebbe's personal. Had given, the Rebbe had given away to other organizations. So in the Yechidus, in private audience, he said, Rebbe, I'm already a donor to the main institution of Chabad, to Merkaz Lanyan Chinuch. I'm already a donor to the Yeshiva. And I'm already a donor 
to Machni Yisrael, which was Chabad social service arm after World War II, helping with refugees, etc., etc. I'm already a donor to all of those institutions. There is no reason for you to give away the money that I give you to those institutions because I'm already donating to them. I'm telling you that the money I give you, the whole conversation until that point was in Yiddish, obviously, but these last words he said in English, he said the money I'm giving you is pocket money. Pocket money he said in English to the Rebbe. He said in English. He said the money I give you is pocket money. Those institutions, I'm already a donor. You don't have to give my checks away. When I give you money, it's pocket money. That's what he said. From that point until Remendel passed away, he was a unique exception that nobody else when he gave the Rebbe money, it came back and tossed from the Rebbe's personal account. The Rebbe took that money from him. Just uh, Do I don't know. It's a good question. Anyway, so the Yid comes to the base Hamikdash. He says, I already gave money to the Americas. I already gave money to the Yeshiva. I already gave money to Machna. I've done everything I'm supposed to do. Now, as Rashi describes it, now it's you, Hashem, it's your job to do back for us. And he says, Look out from your holy window in heaven, from your holy abode in heaven. Not only does the person making the declaration say, Bless me, because I did everything I was supposed to do. He says, Bless your nation, the Jewish people. And the land, and bless the land. <coughs> so the all the classic commentaries point this out, and it's an amazing, amazing thought, that every place you see in the Torah, the word hashkifa, look out. But using that word, hashkifa, because look, you could say lirot, tistakel, there's a, a dozen other words you could use for looking out. Any place in the Torah where you see the word hashkifa used, it's always negative. It's always right. Negative. Example, when the angels leave Avraham Avinu, the two angels, and they head to Sodom. So the Torah says, Vayashkef al Sodom. They looked out over Sodom. And we know where that was going, right? Etc. And there's other examples like that also. Any place you see Ashkifa, it's always for negative results. So why the use of the word Ashkifa here? It's all blessed, everything is goodness here, right? So our commentaries teach us. How powerful is tzedakah? That when you declare that you've just given tzedakah the way you're supposed to, to the ger, to the orphan, to the widow, etc., etc., you took care of everybody. I did everything you can. You, through the Yotzedakah, have the power to transform even a negative word like Ashkifa into blessings. When you do that, you take all the negativity in the world and you turn it into blessings. And on an extraordinarily practical level, forget about the mystical, on an absolutely practical level, if your response to negativity is positive energy, you will, first of all, it's always true, but you will almost always see it right in front of your face, total transformation on the spot. You'll see negativity turn into positivity. Before you were prohibited 
to speak on your phone in the car, etc. You have to be hands-free, etc. Right? This is a story of a long time ago, but I already had a car phone. It's called a car phone in those days. I was driving down Esfacente Boulevard. I, I think I was doing something on my phone, and I wanted to change lanes, and I almost crashed into somebody. I cut, some, I cut somebody off and almost crashed into him. He blew his horn, slammed on the brakes, etc., etc., and Baruch Hashem, there was no accident. What? Baruch Hashem, no accident. We, we both pulled up to the next red light. I remember it was not Barrington, it was Gorham, Anas Vicente. We pulled up to the red light next to each other. He looked at me seething. I was to his left. I rolled down my window, on my passenger side window. He saw me roll down my passenger side window. He rolled down his window. In other words, it's on, it's on. He had that look on his face. And I said, sir, I clearly was not paying attention. Thank God you were. Thank God you were, otherwise we would have had an accident. This is totally on me. And thank God you were paying attention. Thank God you blew the horn and you were so cautious. Otherwise, you and I would have had an accident. This, I'm so thankful and so grateful that you were being more careful than I was. The guy looked at me like, oh, yeah, yeah. And his face, he was literally ready to come out of the car after me. He was getting ready. It was on. We were gonna, his face transformed instantaneously. And he went, hey, yeah. And I said, thank you. Thank you. God bless you. You made my day. And he said, yeah, you have a great day too. And we both rolled up our windows and drove away. Say something nice to somebody. Be nice to somebody. You'll see instantaneous transformation. And that's what the Pasuk is telling us. And that's why we raise our voice when we do it. May this... May our attitude and our goodness and kindness blow out all of the negativity in the world, transform all the negativity into the ultimate positivity with the revelation of Mashiach and for all of Yisrael. May it happen now. Amen.